0: Welcome to the Raw preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hanford and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Out Rattle. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for Daily Wrestling Podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, NXT 2.0, AW oh! Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events, where we have interviews, <laughs> <laughs> and discussions, and a round of the week complete. With a bloody good quiz, of course, on <laughs> WrestleCulture, as said, though. Joined by the Dadly Boys to look ahead to Raw tonight. And, uh, well, for the first time ever, the fallout from the Royal Rumble, <laughs> Hamlet.
1: I don't give a damn about this bad presentation, um, but I will fist pump in the air with glee when uh, Ronda Rousey makes her return to television. She has made some comments that have not... Um, Gone down too well with myself and other members of the WWE Universe while she's been away. But um, nonetheless, what a performer and what an aura. And for a change, there is some fallout. That I'm actually excited to see play out until they drain my enthusiasm of it by week three.
0: Yeah, there's lots to look forward to tonight. I, I was joking there, of course. We did a, a really interesting Royal Rumble fallout sort of dissection of what the Dadley Boys thought of the show in a Get the Table podcast, which is available right now. What Cult Dressing, wherever you get your podcast from. But yeah, this should, be a, this should be a big show for WWE tonight. I
2: said the same thing about the Rumble. There is a scooter race on it. How could that be big? I'll enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Through in the context of, I would rather get paid to talk about some s***y <laughs> scooter race that might be mildly amusing for how dumb it is than like an 18 minute Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair match that ends in a TQ. <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, I don't think it counts as a big show. Ronda <laughs> Rousey coming back is big.
0: It's big. Probably's like not going to announce his WrestleMania opponent as is well. Is he? Yep going to be. <laughs> so the, that is the big question because, you know, WWE have posited, you know, will it be the man who, you know, was the reason he kind of lost the WWE championship? Will it be the guy who took it away from him? And I just can't call it. Well, he, uh,
2: like, I've been, I've been a snarky arsehole, right? But, um, realistically, the, the nature of the screwing means you might want to go after Lashley because Lashley's got a W over him, but, he doesn't care about Lashley. Lashley's not on his level. We knew this from the booking uh, at Royal Rumble. Why am, I, why, why am I talking? Why? It's Roman Reigns. Why am I talking?
1: The belt's not on his level, it would seem. They're like, they really, really leaned in. It's like, Roman, when you get out there, I'll just go the blue one. Who goes you, see, you see that belt, like the one that's been around longer than you on this earth. Like, look look at it. Like, you wouldn't wipe your
0: ass with it. <laughs> like,
1: you wouldn't clean the head of the head of the table with it. Like, you are disgusted by this belt. So that when Bobby Lashley wins and celebrates it being one of the biggest achievements of his professional career, he can look like a dickhead too. Um, why would Brock want that anymore? Why would he not want the belt that he was originally fighting Roman Reigns for? You know, he doesn't want to have to go through the like procedural of getting the black belt. What if, what if he gets the black strapped belt, and then they switch
2: brands? Ooh. What then? It's so telling about WWE and tag team and women's wrestling if they ever arrived at this weird cockamamie booking snafu, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, do I have to do one of these title swaps again because of the draft? No chance. There's not a chance in hell they do it. Title exchange for those two men's titles. No, not a goddamn chance in the world. I mean, you get a magic psycho clown with a magic wand that changes its colour.
0: <laughs> and uh, wow, well, I got a blue belt.
1: I'm not <laughs> over <it> anymore.
0: <laughs> but like, yeah, you'd never ever have a swap. No. Um, how do you think the crowd are going to react to Ronda Rousey tonight? Ah, uh, right. Hopefully, well. Right. Uh,
1: Ronda Rousey was one of the great rookie year wrestlers in. WWE history, and then she went away. So I think it's like it's pretty cool that she was able to retain her aura. The booking preserved that because she's never lost a singles match. There are things that happened. Ronda Rousey did loads of that by herself in her original run, but there were things that happened that WWE helped happen as well. From debut onwards, there were lots of times where the booking looked after Ronda Rousey just as much as she surpassed all of our expectations. It was a nice case of an actual star being preserved as such, rather than just abused for the privilege. Um, The Royal Rumble return was great, but I couldn't decide if it was the deadening of the crowd at large or, I don't know, Ronda's aesthetic maybe, like something, and by the way, absolutely fine. Like a miracle that you go out there and you look as cool as you as Ronda Rousey, what, four months after giving birth? Like absolutely incredible, dress however the hell you want, look however the hell you want, fight the way you do and I'll completely buy it because you're Ronda Rousey. It it wasn't the red or white hot response I would have expected a Ronda, not from everybody, there was a couple of people in the crowd like punching the air in joy, but like, it (laughs) wasn't, there wasn't like, 45,000 people losing their goddamn mind over it in the way that I was anticipating that it would happen. So that leads me to question the reaction rather than just assume it. I don't know if it is a matter of people have had more time, like myself included. I've had 24 hours and I'm less impressed about the real-life person, Ronda Rousey, than I was 48 hours ago and I was just glad to have her back as a pro wrestler. So I, I don't know. is a long-winded way of getting around to that. I don't actually know. They, by accident, found a top-level babyface, who they buried, and nonetheless has remained over in Bianca Belair. And I wonder if fans are just more aligned with Bianca
0: achieving her dreams than they are someone like Ronda Rousey. Yeah, is there a danger tonight, Sige, that Raw is effectively, I mean, it has been for a while now, but really obviously tonight, Raw is effectively used to book the two SmackDown feuds heading into WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would like to feel like... It's the same question that you gave because that's what's going to happen and Mm. then they're going to go to Fox and they might do something on Raw for the major matches that are perceived as major internally because Raw looks like it's going to be in the goddamn mud Mm. in about a week, if not two. I reckon... Ronda Rousey is going to be very over as a babyface in front of this WWE crowd. And what I mean by this WWE crowd is that the complexion of it is rather different to the WWE crowd pre-AEW of, like, what, 2018? Ronda's first full year. I know she did some stuff in 2019 as well. I'm doing an article, which is coming soon to whatculture.com slash WWE, um, entitled 10 wrestling matches that pissed off the fans. And, uh talking about the Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania 34 as one of the entries on that. That crowd lobbed around a beach ball because they hated the characters, they hated how predictable everything was. Now they know how predictable it was. It is. They don't care. They like the characters. And yes, Roman has had this um, long overdue shift to an actual heel cool character. But it's striking to me, revisiting the history of the Roman versus Brock feud and how white-hot and red-hot, and how everyone who goes to WWE shows is mad into it, compared to how much they hated it about four years ago. In addition, John Cena got a unanimous white-hot babyface reaction when he returned at Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. and he was just cheered as if he was like Austin or Hogan-level star on his subsequent TV appearances. This WWE crowd is weird in a way I can't articulate Different to the ones that Ronda Rousey pissed off with the breaking kayfabe attempts. It's fine for Pillman to do it because he's a man, by the way. <laughs> this the the element of contrarian WWE fans who hated what they were given to them, who've rejected various narrative developments, who've tried to fan cast their favorite wrestlers into the main event. They're a, they're watching AEW shows. The people who didn't like Ronda Rousey because you know they like Becky Lynch more. They don't exist. This is a fairly casual, not hugely invested. We'll go along to the show. It's got WWE on, and there's a star. That's what it is now. There's no split audience. There's no boo yay. Cena sucks. Let's go, Cena. That crowd doesn't exist. There hasn't been a growth in the wrestling fandom. There's just simply been a split. I think Ronda Rousey will be absolutely just fine, and there'll be no one who hates her irrationally. It's fair enough if there are like. 10,000-seat arena, if there's 5,000 who just like her and there's 5,000 who hate her beliefs on Sandy Hook because she's an idiot who happens to be great at wrestling, I don't think that exists anymore. Mm. So, Brock's obviously going to come out. What I'm saying is that everyone in WWE crowds is a Sandy Hook truther. I'm joking, (laughs) I'm just saying
0: a lot of them have migrated to AEW because they got sick of this... Crap! Brock Lesnar is going to announce he wants Roman Reigns, and that potentially sets up a showdown between the two of them on Friday Night SmackDown. How do they navigate the Ronda Becky thing? Because presumably we're heading towards—I mean, two matches they've always wanted to have at WrestleMania. Um, that is Lesnar versus Reigns and Flair versus Rousey.
1: I mean, that's working on the assumption they navigate it at all. Um, Ronda Rousey could say it's great to be back in WWE. Uh, feckless heel from the women's division, Carmella, let's say, comes out and says, what are you doing here? You might be the baddest woman on the planet, but I'm the most beautiful woman in WWE. And then Ronda does the armbar and breaks her arm, and Zelina comes out and carries her away and all that, and Ronda gets a big cheer. And then over the commentary, they say that Ronda Rousey is going to be on SmackDown to discuss her WrestleMania plans, and then there they just say she fights Charlotte Flair. And the Becky Lynch thing simply isn't brought up. I would like it to be brought up, I would love, in fact, that this is if this is Ronda's one and done on Raw before she goes to try and help the billion-dollar show on Fridays, mm. I would love it if they showed you a little bit of Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey in the singles match we've still not had, the singles match they've looked after for, let's be honest now, next year's WrestleMania, because it's not going to happen this year. Why would they give it away when they probably don't need to this year? Um, they only ever think of... 365 days in a year, 52 weeks of WWE television, they think about two matches a year, which is night one and night two's WrestleMania main events, that's it. All the product seems to be channeling at these two matches now and nothing else. So it wouldn't surprise me if they've already got one eye on Becky and Ronda for next year. They could dodge it. I would love um, Ronda Rousey to interrupt Becky Lynch. I would love Becky Lynch to be midway through her usual, this town sucks, I've beaten everybody. Because that was kind of what she was saying, um... The weekend of the Royal Rumble, she was saying, it's when I beat Dewdrop, because I will, there's nobody. There's absolutely nobody left. So I would quite like her to carry on with that and just say, well, I did it. I did what I said I was going to do, as I always do. All your faves, your Liv Morgans, your Bianca you your Dewdrops, they're all gone. They've all fallen to the man, just like all the ones did before I went away on maternity. And I didn't, you know, nobody could beat me then either. Then you get the rousy music that plays. You get a really cool heated exchange between the two. Still ends in Ronda saying, I'm going to SmackDown, and I'll tell you my WrestleMania
0: plans, tune in there. And check out the uh, NXT Championship match. (laughs) (laughs) But that'd be nice. It's an interesting question, this. And it's also
2: one that's incredibly hard to answer, and the reason for that is WWE is so multifariously bad that it's impossible to truly pinpoint which bad thing they're going to do.
0: (laughs) They could realistically, right... Like that, um, I can't remember who, who it was uh, he was talking about, but I remember Neil Warnock once talked about a, a winger of his saying, He's great, he's such a tricky winger. You can't tell where he's going to go next because neither can he. That's basically <laughs> WWE's book. That's a great, great
2: uh, quote. Yeah, it's hard because they are just bad, so they might do something bad, and the bad thing that they could do is something that they would think is good because. They don't do bad things on purpose, except on the top when they do. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> ju- it's just at the worst. Theoretically, they have a Ronda-Becky showdown because Becky's on Raw, and Ronda is on Raw to promote what is penciled in as the SmackDown main event. If they have some kind of showdown, Becky is playing a heel. Nominally, everyone knows that she'll get a good reaction. You essentially are telling the audience... And consider how big they think the Ronda Rousey match is at WrestleMania. They will, I've, I've been facetious about how bad they are. they want to preserve that. The the implication, if Becky and Ronda have a showdown and Becky goes and Ronda says something like, oh, I'm going to SmackDown and fight Charlotte instead, the dreaded weakness. No, no one can look weak. They have to look strong. No one can look weak. Indirectly, Ronda Rousey looks like she's ducking Becky Lynch. And that's a terrible thing. A p- terrible look for Ronda yeah. Rousey to have, and I think Ronda Rousey's probably got the the creative freedom and the the power to just say, "Well, looks make, make me makes me look like a total like bitch, a coward." Mm. If I do that, they could do something, and like I know this is 2011, but they've done it before, where they set up next year's WrestleMania with Becky and Ronda. Say, so, "I don't want you next year. I don't need this year. I've got previous with Charlotte this year." Some bollocks. I will take you next year. Unless that is dropped as, this is your WrestleMania 39 main event. I don't think they'll go anywhere near this because it looks like Ronda's duck and Becky and Becky's the heel. And they do have some principles when it applies to the tippy top stars. Everyone else can absolutely eat crap. (laughs) But yeah, this is a long way of saying I don't think they go to it at all, which is stupid. Which is absolutely stupid because she was last pinned by Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Yeah. She should realistically, as this big prideful former MMA, given all the history with her and Becky and how much fighting pride she should be going after Becky, they just want her on Fox, basically. That's how they go about acknowledging this in storylines. I don't think they do it at all.
1: Where you could do it with this Becky Lynch character and keeping Becky as a heel, at least temporarily, would be to say, are you you changed a lot, Becky, since, you know, you were once the man and now you're big time Bex. Well, the only way you hit the big time was because of me. The only reason you were in a main event at WrestleMania was nothing to do with the man. It was to do with Ronda Rousey. And I'm going to prove that this year because I will main event WrestleMania against Charlotte Flair and rob big time Bex as the big time moment and make Becky Lynch question all of that. Problem is WWE is really toxic And what you have to do off the back of that is eventually spend one year turning Becky Lynch babyface again to prove that she can do it by herself. And she didn't need Ronda Rousey because what Ronda Rousey's saying is a bit true, you know, Mm. Um, and I don't have the faith in them to pull that off. But the way the characters are currently aligned, you could do that. Like it would chip away a little bit at um, the big time Beck's persona in time for her WrestleMania run against Bianca Belair where her confidence is slightly dented or something like
0: that. Well, that's what I was going to get on. You put more thought into it than they have. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> that's what I was going to get on to now. In terms of where does that leave the, the champions on on Monday Night Raw? Um, I suppose we should deal first with, with Bobby Lashley. Like you say, he could well be interrupted by by Brock Lesnar um, to announce that he's going to face Roman. But he's got this big celebration tonight. We are what sixty one days, I believe. I read from uh, WrestleMania thirty eight. Mm. You've obviously got the chamber in the interim, but the problem you have now, a bit like the problem you had, as we've talked about, if you said, if Ronda and Brock don't win the Rumbles, who does? Is who on earth do you have Lashley face at WrestleMania? And, and even in the interim, what, does he go into the chamber with the world title? Does there a number one contenders match at the chamber? The
1: latter, I think. The One of the few um, benefits of them just loading Smackdown up with the challengers with the big WrestleMania storylines now is it does kind of give them a bit of a free hit for the Saudi paper you you could run two chamber matches and they could present it as huge WrestleMania too many Royal Rumbles isn't it like WrestleMania implications you hang the sign up there in Saudi Arabia if it hasn't set fire to itself again in yet another (laughs) building you take it out there and and you know like people being trapped in cages Seems fitting. Like, but you've got like all these challengers competing for the titles on the same night where the guarantee is of the winners will go to WrestleMania. Um, they seemed super, super keen to have like Bobby Lashley slapping fives on the way at the ring felt like a stage direction. Like I know they've like leaned into him being a babyface in the uh stuff with the hurt business. Yeah. Like heels running in, attacking him, all that kind of thing. But he's not been high-fiving the fans, and that was a clear Like, to me at least, anyway, that seemed to mark him out as a babyface heading into WrestleMania. Whoever he was going to fight was going to be a heel. And then on the way out, he was celebrating as if he'd just, like, achieved the boyhood dream, like at WrestleMania or something, even though all he'd had to do was slap an arm on a guy that had been attacked by Roman Reigns. They want him to be the good guy, so we should be looking around for a heel on Raw. I can't see one right now, but I guess that's the benefit of the chamber. And, like, again, like, this sounds like we're overthinking it. It's not. It's because WWE criminally underthink it. Book some qualifiers. You've got however many weeks it is until Elimination Chamber. Got roster left? Well, yeah. But, like, singles qualifiers, three heels, three baby faces. Get there as you would expect to get there. And by that time, there's every chance that you've heated up a heel for... Like, honestly, all I can think of now, based on the Royal Rumble, for example, as a way to think, oh, who on Raw had enough of a showing that you could think, might they just do that? Almost. That's, that's <laughs> like... He's nowhere near ready. It's ridiculous in theory. But is it that ridiculous to see him winning an elimination chamber and looking like this threat that Bobby Lashley can't overcome? And, you know, I'd made my debut last year. I won the tag belts just one year later. I'm now fighting for the top title. So it's pretty easy to get there if you can't be asked to build a heel. But they've got the chamber, so they've, they've got time. They've got time to establish six people that could theoretically win this.
0: One of them could be Big E.
1: Ugh. Now, he's on SmackDown in Attack team. Is he, though?
0: Yes, I know you check the but roster But this page. is the thing.
2: They are so multifariously bad that, oh, he's on SmackDown. He's on, eat beard he on SmackDown
0: for two weeks. He
2: was signed in the goddamn <laughs> fictional universe to an exclusive Raw contract, having been picked in the all-important draft. Nah, nah, he's on SmackDown now. Well,
0: I was told Survivor Series was the one night of the year that Different brands. It's, he so was, he
2: was booked on the Rumble like he
1: was designed to carry Mickey James's possessions. He was that much of a bag of trash, like. And this is not this is discount like discounting the loss, the clean loss, as we pointed out weeks ago to Seth Rollins. Like, that was the moment where I was yeah, like, that, was moment, that yeah, guy yeah. is not fighting for a title at WrestleMania. That's just not what this company does.
2: So then who? Who? I've got any idea what this WWE title match looks like at WrestleMania. By all reports,
0: they don't either. Well, I was going to say Kevin Owens when he was talking then. He just, just got
2: tossed th- by Shane McBarnett. I one. know, but I
0: also remember that Kevin Owens is busy with the US title with Damian Priest, so you take the title off yeah, of Priest. Yeah, just forget, for forget about yeah. that. They
2: yeah. could forget about anything. <laughs> I <think> it's impossible, <laughs> man. It's impossible they could forget about anything. Like, who cares about what people are doing? Who cares about what brand they're on? They will drop storylines and they will not hold themselves to any kind of brand extension. Those aren't the questions you're meant to be asking. The questions you're meant to be asking is, who's a star who's not been completely and utterly annihilated by the booking of late?
0: Uh, Austin Theory?
2: Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory is a WrestleMania WWE title match. You might as well... With Vince as the referee. So Might as well sell up to AEW. I'm telling you, like, that is... It can't possibly be a WrestleMania WWE title match, that. Nor can Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens just got dumped out of the rumble by Shane McMahon. Kevin Owens, and I've enjoyed it to a degree, has just been playing a dickhead idiot alongside Seth Rollins. They're playing comedy characters in a comedy world. So right they are oh, sh- bugger, we need, like, a, a WWE title match. It needs to be quite serious. Who's there, Kevin Owens? They're going to think, no... Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens is painfully backlash. I would enjoy it if it was booked well. Owens, no. Theory, no. Rollins versus Lashley, they've just done it on Raw without a finish. They might do it. Like that's Considering who they perceive to be as a star, then again, it's just going to go to Roman in a month. And Rollins
1: and Owens feels like something they're working towards anyway. It yeah. does feel like they've actually put the groundwork in on Rollins. Edge is in
2: a draw. Can't be Edge. Can't be Edge. <laughs> Edge as a heel, something they've not done yet.
1: Mm. One of the last times I can remember there being them just having nout. Absolutely now, absolutely nobody, um, was <laughs> this is not gonna be the end of my pitch, was uh Jack Swagger winning that elimination chamber out of nowt and being given Zeb Cole uh, and less like being given a racist gimmick, to be honest. Like it was race bait and stuff, um, fighting Del Rio. The Last minute, twenty nine, maybe, twenty thirteen, that feels right. Um that feels like one of the last times where we were in January and there was absolutely nobody. There was just, they'd not, work, they'd not have done any work.
2: That's well, when you 35 was the same. They were bringing back Kevin Owens. It's this slob everywhere oh, yeah, to yeah. go up against Daniel Bryan. Then they realised, oh, Kofi's actually getting a bit hot. Kofi Mania was a later that, thing yeah. than people
1: remember, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're in a position where they could, as they did with Jack Swagger that year, just push somebody through force of will and maybe get them over, but we're not. Uh, there's nobody obvious yet, so somebody that wasn't in the rumble that I thought was going to be, mm. who hasn't been damaged by Monday Night Raw yet, Bobby Lashley, this is Corey Graves. He, uh, I don't know if you ever watched any old NXT archives, but he, um, kind of the originator of putting your hands in your pockets and looking like you're not trying. <laughs> Stolen gimmick. Well, you
0: know, if we haven't got someone to, to specifically point to to interrupt Bobby Lashley's celebration tonight, you know what that means? Game time. I've got the raw roster page. Open. Oh, all right.
1: Uh, I thought you were saying Triple H there. Or was oh like, I was no, like, oh, no, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, right. For his sake, I don't
0: know. Tell me when to stop. Uh, fiend. Okay, and a number between uh, one and four. Four. And four. Four. Uh, four. Tonight. Can I play the game after him? Yeah, you can play again. Yeah, tonight. And then we we'll get a lashes. triple threat. Bobby Lashley's in the ring. I'm not going to do the themes. The theme would give it away if I said, oh, and this music plays, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bremode! The person comes out to the ring and says, (laughs) and he'll go, huh? I'm going fucking for WrestleMania because <laughs> he's facing WrestleMania, yeah! It's Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Mr. McMahon's facing Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania.
1: I love the original version of uh, Bobby Lashley and Vince McMahon because we've got do-rag Vince. Can you imagine this Vince in the do-rag?
0: L-T-S-T. <laughs> if, he wins, if he wins the belt. Uh, oh, right, you'll go. You'll go, Siege. That's his funny if you Tell me, wear uh, Tell me... Grandma's grandma, sexy. Fuck. Okay. In between one and four,
1: cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he may have had losses before, but one man who doesn't get put down by losses and, in fact, thinks somehow he's a little bit of a winner mm. Gary the Gold Garber. <laughs> <It's Eric Alexander. laughs>
1: Her business explodes. Nice.
0: <laughs> one thing, one thing. Cedric Alexander is is not ready to face you at WrestleMania, but I believe the fans deserve a replacement. and put a jacket on. I think you know the guy. It's Barry <laughs> the Cucumber.
1: I am going on record as requesting the safe return of the fiend. Like it, we have come full circle. Alexa Bliss's stuff. Sorry for jumping ahead in the games. Let's end with The Fiend being the payoff. Fiend Bobby Lashley. Okay. I wish you would come back at the rumble.
0: Fiend. <laughs> right Are they going to do anything with Lex Bliss? They feel like they're toning it down now. Who cares? Uh, uh, I know, we've got a game. Is it the game? Well, you can do the game now. Yeah, I, didn't really yeah. I didn't really think of
2: anything, did you? No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week he was determined that she'd uh, killed some... Some girls. She killed some children. Yeah, some children. (laughs) What
1: (laughs) are you fucking doing? A therapist guy that, like, sort of reads like he wants to shag her by the end of all this. Yeah, it's it's a weird energy in that room, isn't there?
2: Yeah, it's like the beginning (laughs) beginning of uh, something in a... Adult art. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's like this, like... (laughs) He's got the, like, I know you see... So he's got an 11-inch cat. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, Alexa... Uh,
1: first one had, like, those balls. i see together. you like...
2: On Newton's cradle. Alexa, <laughs> i see you like goo. <laughs> Shoots some up, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got Laura, we? Wasn't there some... She was wearing, like, a different... Hair or dress, it was summer last week, wasn't it? It was like, mm. everybody was like, goddess is coming back. And dark then, goddess. And then people are like, yeah, dark goddess actually, goddess." it's I want everything now. I want, I, want, I want all four of my wanks in a row.
0: I can't <laughs> just have wank, one. wanks, six wanks. <laughs> <laughs> <Six> wanks. <laughs> 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 She'll be a...
2: Uh, she might wear... Um, have less makeup. Mm. What, like, what other cliches are they doing? Like psychiatry scenes in the movies?
0: Uh, I've told you about it. I really want to do them, them to do the Raw Shark test. Mm. Like, I just feel like, what's this look like? Lily. What's this look like? Lily. What's this look like? Lily.
2: <laughs> 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 the last one's The Fiend.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, do the Raw Shark test. Um, are we getting the biggest return tonight on, on Raw? Shane O'Mac. Yeah. Absolutely. Like,. Nah, no, nah. Fox
2: too big for raw. Well, well, Shane McMahon is like the uh, the wish version that USA Network gets to the Amazon of like Brock and Ronda. Mm. Oh, well, it's all right. We've got Shane in <laughs> USA Network. are, like we're paying hundreds of millions of dollars for this purple, shh, like this purple twad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you can you re- <laughs> I need to rewatch that today? Remind me when we <laughs> to l- Lump nice. him over the top rope. can <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Can you
2: remember Shane McMahon's promos against Strowman? <laughs> oh last my three? god! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. how you have
1: uh, it was like Vince last week was more comprehensible than what
2: Shane was doing for six weeks come on uh, I can no. Yeah, uh, you know, it's. I would never use this word. Uh, stupid word, horrible word. But
0: uh, <laughs> remind me. Actually, I'm getting the noise, the shame. Stupid of is noise. the
2: stupid does. And, you know the uh, the stupid tree doesn't fall too far from the stupid branches. <laughs> and, uh, it's like are you
1: ill? And that time he walked around the ring, got in the ring, got back out the ring, and walked to the back. <laughs>
2: What was, that was honestly, it's a great like the
0: beginnings of the uh, goo shop, by the way, that we introduced on the podcast. A,
2: a bucket of gringo, <laughs> it's a really underreported story. Yeah, what was going on with Shay McMahon in the first quarter <laughs> of 2020? Like the whole storyline, there was like maybe seven
1: words said between them, and then brought, I'm not stupid, uh, just so he could throw him off a cage at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah.
2: Some of that paid off, like, but uh, one of the weirdest ever. There's uh, certain things you could say, uh, <laughs> stupid, stupid is and stupid does, and you know, the stupid <laughs> branches on the. Uh, it was the weirdest. Was and like, roll rolls on, move to the music.
0: Move Bruno. Yeah, play the music, I do
1: want. Like, Shane, that, they've got me there. I do want Shane and Vince to interact again at some point because it's been quite fun watching, like, Vince with his surrogate son and now, like, the prospect of Shane and Austin Theory having to interact together for Vince's affections. I think that's got...
0: And he hates both of them. Yeah, he
2: just resents the pair of them.
1: That's got that's got legs.
2: He likes them all in Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. So let's just never remember that. Let me never forget that.
1: Seriously. <laughs> Bruce though. is in the background.
2: <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Oh.
1: I love you. And they both have to turn around and see Bruce with Tanner instead of Red Face.
2: I love you, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've made a serious point there before, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they legitimately think of oh, Shay McMahon as a premium attraction that you only preserve for the important things like WrestleMania. I think they would consider it a waste if he just popped up on Raw and wasn't advertised for it. I think that they've got the Ronda thing tonight. That'll give them that they'll think that'll give them the rating. And
0: Brock. And Brock. Yeah. So ahead of next week when they are not there, <laughs> <laughs> you're Shane. Yeah, that's a very good point. Next week I'm or oh, this week on Monday Night Raw, you know, the little thirty second. Here comes the money. Money's coming from Monday Night Raw. No, I'm talking not talking about Corbin because no, he sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What was Shane threatening to do before they arrived at the Braun thing? I'm sure there was something else. Was it some kind of Drew thing? Oh, I can't remember. Um,
1: yeah, he, that was what like facilitated his. It Was like weird. He came back and he was just negging Drew, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, is that right? I think something like, like that. He's like rubbish. Him something,
1: something like that. It was all a bit. He wasn't. He was neither heel nor babyface as an authority figure because he'd had his going raw he was also underground. Bit of like
2: a knob to him. Yeah. And, and it never I went know, anywhere. It's going to be true for for the mail.
1: Because so then, like, Goldberg was a bit of a knob to him as well, wasn't he? Yeah. I hear you're not respecting people when you come out here every week and say you respect everybody. <laughs> yes. That sounds like disrespect to me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was what? great when you had to cut it for time. <laughs> yeah, the so they cut the bit that was actually the catalyst for it <laughs> So it was... Drew friends backstage with legends shaking hands, saying it's an honor to be like here. All of them on the ramp. <laughs> yeah. Drew, didn't Drew have a title match or something?
1: Oh yeah, I think he'd had been a in. title
0: match was meant to finish by going. Yeah, all these legends they missed that. Match. <laughs> and Goldberg came out and just went. I bet mean, you've been talking some trash, haven't you, pal? It's been a great
2: time. Thank you, everybody in the Thunderdome. Them's fighting words, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all the legends who came out, like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> We know it's a big risk for you guys at the moment, so we really appreciate you coming. <laughs> have we stopped testing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did after we... Uh, um, when somebody wiped
0: my sword. <laughs>
2: did I have a sword then?
0: <laughs> I can't, I did. It, I, don't. I don't think he did. I also don't think he was from Yorkshire, but still.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Give me sword back. <laughs> oh, look, Daft with just Mikhil no sword. What
2: was it? What was it? Name a sword Angela. again?
0: Angela! Angela. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst. Uh, right, one final thing to talk oh, to you about. Christ. Uh, what's next for Nikki ASH tonight, Sidg? Uh, I am Sidgwick. No, seriously, there's a scooter race tonight. Let's let's be serious now, because that <laughs> is going to be great.
2: Otis breaks the scooter uh, on account of being fat.
0: But they have to win, don't they? Because isn't this meant to be like a, a, a rule of three series?
1: Uh, I, uh Yeah. Is that I right? Mean, Is I it best of three?
0: I, I may have misremembered this. So
1: do you, Ah, so the heels have to win this heels one to level to up this. for the big payoff next week, whatever that's going to
0: be. RK bro win the big one, then they can say now we want a title match and that'd actually take us pretty close to uh Saudi show.
1: Right, so in order for RK Bro to to lose any of these challenges, it requires Riddle to be an absolute stupid prick, doesn't it? (laughs) So, um, yeah, Otis is going to break the scooter, but Gable's like super fast. He's a hybrid athlete, so he gets around really quick on the track, and he sets a pretty good time for RK Bro to beat. And because Orton, for his whole career, has moved glacial like a viper, he's pretty slow on a scooter. (laughs) 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 Takes him about 25 minutes. But in the meantime, in the back, the wrestlers are like, yeah, he's a scooter man, scooter guy. Like, yeah, you don't know how to ride a scooter until You've really scoot with Randy Orton.
0: <laughs> Randy Orton's uh, grease these wheels. Wait a second, that's not grease. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Anyway, uh, so Riddle's got to like do the legwork here for the team, only he's a stupid bastard, he? <laughs> and he misunderstood, didn't he? And he set up a running track. For the DJ scooter, (laughs) who have come to RAW and they they're in like they're dressed like the one one eight men in the eighties, like athletic gear, and they have a hundred meter dash. And it's like Randy, I didn't realise what a scooter race was. And then RAW rolls on, but it's a scooter to the music, play the fucking music. And then they've lost, like on a technicality, that takes us to the decider.
0: I genuinely think what they're going to do is uh, you're right. Oh, he breaks the scooter because look at him. I said that. I said that. Yeah. Um, just look I, at me. I can't, sorry, I can't claim that pitch. But <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, Randy, whatever. Chad Gable's fast or whatever. And uh, Riddles getting around the course. And let's say they just do it round the ring, like they did the amazing uh, Bobby Lashley could. Remember that? Remember yep. Bobby Lashley's assault course? He's going around the ring. Guess what? <laughs> he's, he's, they're doing their the Formula One thing. He's, he's, he's getting purples in every sector. He's flying round. That's good, by the way, to get purples in every sector. If you want it, don't watch F1. Um, I do not. He's on the uh, home straight. He's going up the ramp. And Randy's like, yeah, get up the ramp. But wait a second. This fan's got popcorn and riddle stoned. And he's like, <laughs> and he stops. And that's why they lose the race.
2: You know what? You should. This is the worst thing I could possibly have ever said to you. <sighs> You should write for WWE. <laughs> I, th- I think you're exactly what That's they're... That's
0: the best backhanded compliment you've ever given
2: me. I think you are exactly
1: what they're looking for. <laughs> Do Americans have um, the sweets, candies, called munchies? Because Whoa. we've got them, haven't we? Yeah. Like, it's like sort of, 10 chocolates in a sort of, bar-shaped packet. Like If Americans have got them, you just got to have a fan. Like Giving him the munchies, <laughs> handing them over, and it's like, well, they're my favorite, and I can't tell you why. Yeah and the the time he's got to
0: beat. You can't just beat 420. 20. <laughs> you can't beat <speak> <laughs> You can't say
2: these things.
0: Right, well uh,
1: 420 the time to beat that is exactly it. We've we've actually got there like a scooter race with the two of them. 420 your time to beat is 420.
0: 420 Randy. <laughs>
2: the time to beat is Randy uh the time to beat Randy is a uh, Riddles folks marijuana. <laughs> yeah. That, that's time to be.
1: Randy has the phrase, time to beat, and he's like, great, I want to shake hands with the writer.
0: <laughs> 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 right, well, let's know your thoughts ahead of Monday Night Raw tonight on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch they you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcast, got the AW Rampage review and our discussion of the fallout from the Royal Rumble available as a podcast right now. And our Raw review will be out tomorrow. And if you want to suggest a five-star review review, something short crap and wrestling related... Short. Yeah, preferably short. Let's mm. get along. Uh, for us to review instead of something on Monday Night Raw tonight, then do so by subscribing to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes or Spotify and leaving us a five star review. Or you can email it to me, as I've said before, adam.wilborn at whatculture.com. But for now, this has been the Raw preview. My thanks to the Dadley Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.